Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Wow. Wow, did you hear that? Yeah, that's our intro song. <laughs> Happens every time. Yeah, I don't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> Surprises us every time. Yeah, did you know there was going to be lead-in music? I... Did you know we're on a podcast? Did you hear that music? <laughs> oh my God, no. we're on a podcast. Worried people are listening to this. <laughs> Can you imagine if this got out? <laughs> well, anyway, <laughs> let's talk about our friends and family now. <laughs> Make sure to mention personal details. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't think we've said anything negative about anyone anyone yet besides our, our younger selves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Claxton, yeah. though. He hasn't come off well in this podcast. No, he brought the PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to bring that up again. <laughs> All right. All right. Fair enough. Welcome to This Is Your Child. What's it called? And welcome to Inside the Mind of a Child Genius. In this podcast, we read and analyze stories we wrote as children delving into the inner workings of a child genius's mind that's joseph oh and that's the <laughs> i usually introduce myself what's going on here <laughs> throwing me off we've been getting feedback that our intro has grown stale oh is that a good way to change it up yeah well because it's grown so stale maybe we should go ahead and get out of the intro yeah so la- last episode we didn't spend that much time reading the the story quest of the dragon so i want to make sure we get to that so we're definitely going to get to that but before that we're going to check in on Three Cowboys again. Yes. Why are we doing this, Joseph? Because it's the best story ever written, and it deserves more attention and ratings. That's it. Yeah, we're trying to get ratings and reviews. <laughs> Got there eventually. We're trying to see if this book is overrated or underrated. So Three Cowboys is available on Smashwords.com. You just have to look up Three Cowboys in the search bar. So I'll give you some stats. Downloads, 17. There we go. In user libraries three, so still the same. And last time I, I wanted to see if I could submit it for premium status. What what was it called? To be in the premium catalog of Smashwords. And I have an update about this. Oh. Under the column for premium status, there's a bullet point that says needs modification. It says <laughs> problems were found in review. Uh-oh. In some ways this is good news because it means someone looked at it and didn't say we need to take this off the website. So that's good. In a way, that's a that's kind of a rating. Yeah. <laughs> no stars needs modification. I'll take that. <laughs> a rating and a review. <laughs> okay, so we have one rating now. I would say zero stars, that's underrated. We should get one star for you putting your name on it, right? Yeah, oh, for sure. It's like the SAT. Yeah. <laughs> I just found this. I'll tell you what modification is needed. It says, please include a title page with all appropriate front matter as per step 21 of the style guide. Okay, that's a little passive aggressive. Oh, wow. They're going to pull the style guide on us now. You know, <laughs> yeah, when I really. wrote this, I was a baby. 
made my own style. <laughs> I was like six when I wrote this, so don't tell me what the format should be unless they're younger than six. I think they're a little older than six, probably if they run a website, a successful website such as smashwords.com that everyone's heard of. <laughs> the number one hit. <laughs> okay, so it says the front matter should have included title, author name, copyright notice, and Smashwords statement. Oh. I know, that sounds like bullshit to me. Yeah, that sounds longer than the actual book already. <laughs> it says, please go to dashboard settings and upload a 2D image cover. We do not accept 3D book cover images. I didn't realize that. I, w- I was getting, we were getting called out for having too technologically advanced of a front cover. <laughs> they went in two dimensions. We brought them three because three cowboys. I've never heard of a 3D book cover. <laughs> I think it's because we literally took a picture of a physical book and uploaded that as the cover. Well, I'm wondering why this is an error message available to Smashwords. It seems specifically catered to what we did. Maybe they had to make that just for us to call us out. That would be amazing if they'd spent any time worrying about Three Cowboys. They clearly have. I mean, somebody looked at it. Gotcha. (laughs) All right, so it says when you're finished correcting your book, go to dashboard and upload a new version. Thanks, period. Not thanks, exclamation point. So I think this is a pretty rude message. Um, I think probably we should boycott Smashwords other than the Three Cowboys upload. That's what I'm thinking, too. That's pretty rough. Thanks with a period. Yeah, okay. Well, we obviously can't count on Smashwords to promote this book for us. (sighs) And to be honest... At the time of this recording, we haven't released an episode yet, so I also think that an unreleased podcast is probably not the best way to promote Three Cowboys as well. It's fair. I'm thinking about taking matters into my own hands, all right? I'm ready. So, you know, I thought about the normal things, buying ads, uh, you know, making a Facebook group, all of that stuff, but I thought, you know, all of that is way too expensive, especially the Facebook group. Um, so <laughs> Way too expensive. <laughs> so I decided to go to a real publisher and get this thing. <laughs> Pour tens of thousands of dollars into getting it actually published. Was that your plan? Yeah, I've been working on finding investors. <laughs> Smart. What's a famous book publisher that we could we could say? What would have been a funny thing to say? Uh, 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 Penguin. Penguin. Penguin Express. Penguin Express. <laughs> Penguin We're Express just making books. up publishers. Now. LTD. <laughs> um, okay. Well, that was silly. Um, Scholastic. That's a good. That's that's a real one. Scholastic. There you go. Do they do educational books? I mean, I know this book is educational, but I'm just wondering. I think they did Harry Potter, and this book is... Oh, it's along the same lines. Better. Oh. Better than I meant to say better. It's not just along the same lines subject-wise. It is objectively a better book. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so I've decided to take matters into my own hands, and the way I've decided to do this is I saw this one really brilliant user on YouTube before. I, I was listening to some Kendrick Lamar song, and I saw a comment that said, I love Kendrick Lamar. Please listen to my SoundCloud. I would really appreciate some listens. And then there was a little crying face. I guess he was a little sad about it. And uh, I thought, that is brilliant. What a brilliant way to promote your SoundCloud. That is brilliant. <laughs> Did you go to his SoundCloud? No, I didn't. Oh. So, so you didn't I'm actually s- think it's that good of an idea. <laughs> uh, hmm, yeah, I'm starting to see the fault in this. But no matter, <laughs> we will push ahead. Yeah, so the, the easiest way to do this is we just find videos uh, on YouTube and we make comments telling people go to smashwords.com and read Three Cowboys. All right. Yeah, you know, this strategy actually kind of reminds me of something I used to do 
back in the day when I tried to have a YouTube channel. High five pizza party. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you said RIP high five pizza party. Yeah, indeed. I mean, it's still there. So you know, check it out. Yeah. Little plug for something I don't do anymore. <laughs> when I was trying to promote it, I would go on other YouTube videos and comment on those. And I mean, I had I had some like go to comments that I would put. Did you usually end it with a crying emoji? <laughs> no, they didn't have emojis back when I was on oh, YouTube. Right, right, right. <laughs> At least on YouTube, you could just make a comment, and then somebody could just click on your profile, and then that's all I wanted them to do. I didn't actually. I wasn't actually putting a link to something else. Mm. My go-to comment was <laughs> story of my life. Just every single video I would find, I wrote <laughs> story of my life. And I probably have like 50 different videos that... <laughs> wait, uh, wait, wait, what? You thought from commenting that people would be interested enough in what you had to say that they would check out your own videos? <laughs> well, okay. So... My thought process, I don't think was necessarily like, okay, so now on YouTube, you can like comments and they can go up. I think back in the day, the comment section was just whoever commented most recently would be the top comment. Ah. I could just put anything and if somebody sees it, and who knows? I mean, like I commented on like some uh, music video and said like story of my life. Somebody actually thought that was a story of my life. They might think I had a pretty interesting YouTube channel. Joke's on them. I didn't. The problem is most of the people commenting on YouTube videos don't even have videos of their own. So I wouldn't necessarily jump to the conclusion that I should check out your channel and see what videos you've uploaded. <laughs> That's fair. I should have said, story of my life. Check out my YouTube channel for more. <laughs> no, you should have said, story of my life. Good thing I documented a lot of it on video. Check out my channel. <laughs> and then uploaded it to YouTube, crying face. Check out my channel. <laughs> The crying face are just so pathetic. I, I am just like picturing who is the person who reads, check out my SoundCloud and thinks, nah, and then sees the crying emoji and thinks, oh, maybe I should. <laughs> you know? This isn't like totally related, but it kind of reminds me of the other day when I was at the gas station. This guy was like handing out CDs. He was like a singer, I guess. And he had a bunch of CDs that he'd recorded, mm-hmm. which is like, first of all, a lot of people don't even have the infrastructure to listen to CDs anymore. And he was yeah. out here like <laughs> trying to sell his CDs at a gas station. I was like, no, thanks. Oh you know, I'm not interested. <laughs> and then he just kept saying like, I'm trying to hustle. Like, I, this is my hustle. Like, I'm trying to, I'm out, I'm out here hustling. And I was like, I get that. That doesn't change anything for me. The fact that you're hustling does not like make me interested in a CD any more than I would have been. <laughs> I feel like most people would say, this is my job. You need to take this seriously. It's my job. But they're saying hustle. Yeah, it almost sounds like I'm getting it. It's a scam. <laughs> I'm scamming you. <laughs> <laughs> the CD is blank. I'm scamming you. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like if you just walked by like restaurants and people were just like, I'm trying to sell you food. <laughs> like, I understand how this works. I mean, what would be the way to distribute it if you want to distribute it in person? If, if you're hustling. Like hand out flash drives with your music on them. <laughs> I definitely would not plug a flash drive I got from a person at a gas station into my computer. Uh, hmm, that's a good question. If you wanted to sell, I mean, I guess people do have CD players in their cars a lot of times. You could like be giving out iTunes gift cards and then, <laughs> yeah. tell, and then say, like, here's a 10. Wait, no, that makes no sense. Buy a $10 gift card from me. Yeah. And then make sure you go to iTunes and then sure buy my, my CD. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's a $10 song, so you know it's good. <laughs> That's how you know it's good. That would be great if different songs had different, like, values. They're all pretty much, like, 99 cents or whatever, right? Yeah, I, I think they are. I haven't downloaded music in a long time. Yeah. Streaming changed the game. Yeah. Yeah. It's disrupted a billion-dollar industry, and we love it. <laughs> and we love it. <laughs> yeah. That's what we're here for. Taking on the hedge funds. Yeah. Buying GameStop. This is a pro GameStop, pro tech bro <laughs> podcast. We should rename it. We should rename it to uh, Game Pros. No, that's a terrible name. <laughs> I missed it. You, you froze up. What was it? I said Game Bros, but that's not very good. <laughs> game Bros. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, it, uh, it only fits this one tangent we've gone on. <laughs> In five episodes, so I would say probably not. <laughs> if we rename it, then it will give us incentive to talk more about GameStop in the future. And that's true. I think that's what people. It'll want. also make everything we've talked about up to this point entirely irrelevant. <laughs> but I, I will say, you know, we, we may be hitting that like SEO just right if we talk enough about GameStop. <laughs> that's true. Though we won't release this for another month, right? So it's <laughs> it's definitely going to be outdated by then. <laughs> we should just really try to focus this podcast directly on things that we think will be popular <laughs> when we release this podcast. Okay. Yeah, so probably that's, what? That's our new strategy. <laughs> the 2010s are probably going to be back in style by March, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, 2010 fashion. Coronavirus. <laughs> Coronavirus <laughs> is going to be hot still. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. I feel like I really brought down the mood there. I do like the idea of a podcast that um, changes its title constantly and will it's constantly trying to figure out what it's actually about. Do you think anyone would actually listen to it? <laughs> uh, it would be hard to keep track of, I feel like. <laughs> That's true. It does remind me of, I had this friend who would rename his fantasy football team every week, depending on who he was playing, <laughs> just to say something insulting to that person. <laughs> Wait, someone else who's doing the fantasy football league or one of the players of football? <laughs> players of football. One of I the- wish there were an easier way to say the players of football. <laughs> no, I think that's the that's the most concise you can get it. No, it was a it was a fantasy football player changing the name of his team each week. It wasn't like a player of football changing his name every week to insult his opponent, yeah. which would actually be I'm I'm not gonna lie, that'd be kind of impressive. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Who's the famous quarterback? What's his name? The uh, the guy Tom Brady. He's famous, right? In the quarterback. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What if you, he went up against another team and every player on that team changed their name to tackle Tom Brady. He'd be scared for sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> also, there would be a lot of legal issues probably with that team. Their payroll would be insane. <laughs> That's disaster. Yeah. yeah. Hey James, good game. Or, or no, what would you say before the game? You would say, Hey James, can't wait to uh, compete with you in the game. And James would say, hmm, it's tackle Tom Brady now. <laughs> that, that would just be embarrassing. It definitely cost a lot for the team to get everyone on on their fifty three man rosters name of like legally changed, but it may be worth it for the prank. It's not even that threatening. Like I know it's related to football to say tackle Tom Brady, but like maybe destroy Tom Brady or something like that would be yeah, better. Kill maybe that might be too far. But I mean, yeah. even then, I feel like you'd save a lot of money just writing that on the back of the jersey. They wouldn't even have to change their name oh. legally. 
<laughs> or they could wear the same jerseys that they had on last week, mm-hmm. but they would just legally change their names just so that Tom Brady would know that. It wasn't it wouldn't be explicitly oh. stated on their jerseys, but Tom Brady would just know that and that would kind of freak him out. Oh, that would be perfect. And they would say, I don't know how football works, but they they'd be talking about their plan and they'd be saying, Okay, so we're gonna <laughs> throw it to tackle Tom Brady, and then we're gonna kick it to tackle Tom Brady. And then uh Tom Brady's sitting there like, What? None of their jerseys say tackle Tom Brady. I'm so confused. (laughs) Why is Tom Brady in the other team's huddle? I assume part of being a good quarterback is being able to eavesdrop. Is that (laughs) not true? That's called cheating. (laughs) But Tom Brady also did that, so... Oh, really? (laughs) How did we turn into an NFL podcast? (laughs) I like where this is going. Football is a game, and we're game bros, so... True, I forgot. We are officially now called the game bros. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so... What I've done is I've made a specialized YouTube account under the name Clues Hiding, which some of our faster listeners might recognize as an anagram for child genius. Genius. I figure, you know, rap fans are really passionate about, you know, who's the goat, who's the greatest rapper of all time, you know. So I figure I can sort of play off that to get us some promotion for Three Cowboys. All right. Right. Yeah. And there's a lot of crossover with our fan base. (laughs) That's a good point, too. Yeah. I found this top 10 best Eminem versus video. And I think that pretty much anyone who likes this video will like Three Cowboys. (laughs) Let's find a comment that I can reply to. Well, what is the top comment? The, The very top one is... Celebrity, colon, in quotation marks, does something. Watch Mojo, colon, and then a <laughs> little face. And it has a 1.3 thousand likes. Sounds like a comment I would like. That is a good okay. comment. <laughs> 1,300 likes and only four replies. So I can be the fifth one and I have 20% of the reply. I like that. What on earth do I say to this stupid comment, though? Here is what we could do. Since they're saying they made a video about something, we could say, hey, we also made something. Boom. We got a lot of common. We've dropped the link. Everybody's interested now. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. So I'll say, oh, I like that you noticed watch Mojo makes videos. Joseph wrote three cowboys. Link. <laughs> That's uh That's kind yeah, of what I, you said, right? I can't think of anything that would draw me in any more than that. That's Sorry, I couldn't remember exactly what you said. So <laughs> I hope that kept the same sort of character you were going for. Perfect. Yeah, let's find one more specifically about Eminem because I would love to slander him because people are definitely going to respond to that one. For the provocation. I have no ill will towards Eminem. Yeah, you should really clarify that. He probably shouldn't have rapped about decapitating his girlfriend. Just gonna go ahead and say that. Don't go making (laughs) enemies on our podcast, especially powerful rich people, Theo. (laughs) What if Eminem came out and said, I would have liked Inside the Mind of the Child Genius if my lyrics hadn't been brought into question? Yeah, I would have liked it if they hadn't criticized me for saying I was gonna decapitate my girlfriend. (laughs) Yeah, Eminem is really petty like that, I've heard. (laughs) Yeah, okay, so this one just says Eminem, the rap god, and I'm just going to say, yeah, right, he stole most of his lines from Three Cowboys. Oh, burn. And then I'm going to link it. Yeah, right. I think it just starts out with, (laughs) yeah, right. (laughs) Are you even replying to someone else in that comment, or is that just a comment on the video? (laughs) No, no, yeah, I'm replying to someone saying he's the rap god. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, right. No, that's good. I like that. I hadn't thought about this, but something that's kind of funny about that is most of the comments are just saying like, Eminem is great. Eminem is great. And then I pick one of them and say, no, you're wrong. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> like, why did I target Dan Radiation 9988? Okay, well, first of all, he had it coming. <laughs> Second of all, if you comment on the main video, you're going to get downvoted until no one sees your comment. Ah. But if you comment on someone else's comment, like you said, you get like some larger percentage of the uh, of the reply share. That's true. On a highly liked comment. I'm going to admit I wasn't careful enough about seeing how many likes that one got. It only had two and it was two years old. I, I do think that may not have been the best one to reply to. It had how many? Two. <laughs> two. <laughs> two in two years. That's one per year. So that's one person every year who's going to be checking out three cowboys. Probably. We're going places with this. I think you're right. I think that's definitely going to get some traction. I was watching videos about UFO sightings <laughs> earlier today. And so, yeah, why don't we just do one of those? So just this say, one says, yeah, right. <laughs> All that alien stuff is stolen from three cowboys. <laughs> so just the same template for everything. You got to have a template. I found a comment that says me colon search for UFO YouTube colon. Here it is. And that has 107 likes. That's a terrible <laughs> comment. That's so stupid. I'll, I'm just going to say you should have searched. For three cowboys <laughs> link. Or you could say me uh no nah. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> okay. I got nothing. Uh well I already typed me. I don't want to give up on it. I'll just hit reply. Okay, so so who who did you say Cody Co? Who's that? <laughs> He's a YouTuber. What does he do? Very funny comedian. Here's a video that says seven millennials decide who gets one thousand dollars. Should I watch this? That's a good video. You should watch it. Not right now. It's kind of long. We're just promoting Cody Co. <laughs> hey, <laughs> no free promotion. Right. So we're sponsored by Cody Co. I didn't watch the video, but here's a comment that says, "I'm glad everyone agrees we only like Aaron." What, what do you think we should say to this? Uh, Aaron likes Three Cowboys. <laughs> oh yeah, of course! Exclamation point. We like Aaron. And he likes three cowboys. See link alongside. And then colon. <laughs> All of these are going to get deleted for spam. <laughs> you think so? We're just making enemies online at this point. I think that's all we're doing. Oh, really? Either that or we're going to get a million downloads. It's not about downloads. It's about ratings <laughs> and reviews. Right, yeah. we got to get those ratings. Oh, yeah. I should just mention go on Smashwords, rate and review three cowboys. I don't think I mentioned that. Now we can get into the podcast proper. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. So do you remember where we ended last, Joseph? Wow, that's a good question. Um, I mean, I know where we ended. <laughs> I did write a song for remembering how to add. <laughs> <laughs> you did? I did. Do you want to do it now? I'll just say this. I wasn't sure how to end it, okay? All right. I'll sing it, and I took some inspiration. So you tell me if it gets too like derivative at any point. Anyway, I'm just going to I'm just going to do it. It goes like this. Did you forget how to add? You are bad, but it's not really hard, so don't be sad. Before you run off and ask your mom and dad, let's count. 1 2 3 4. Each of those is one more than the one before. That means we're adding one to the total sum. Each time we count, we add to the amount. It was all a dream. I used to read Word Up magazine, salt and pepper, and heavy D up in the limousine, and get pictures on my wall every second. That's the part. I didn't know how to end it, so I just... Yeah, you sort of... Is that stolen? <laughs> is that too... <laughs> yeah, it sounds a little familiar. I don't but you did learn how to add, right? I think I covered that. 
I learned how to add one to things. <laughs> yes, that's a song teaching you how to count. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That That's counting, not adding. But it has a deeper lesson that counting is adding. Oh. So that's how you know it's okay. a good song. I thought it was pretty darn good, actually. Thanks. You don't think so? No. Yeah, you're probably going to need to release a whole album of like how to add two, how to add three, how to add four, and then maybe double digits. Yeah, it'll just be the same song, except when I say let's count, I'll go two, four, six, eight. <laughs> That's a formula for an infinite number of records, just saying. And an awesome playlist. It's also a formula for an awesome playlist. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, that's pretty good. I think we'll just, maybe we'll add a stinger to the end of it, and then we'll say whoa afterwards, and then it will, uh, it'll be a perfect yeah, song. Yeah, that, that's, all, that's all every song needs. I thought it was great. Thanks. Especially the part that I stole. (laughs) That part was awesome. Yeah. That part was like probably like top five rappers of all time. Yeah. Um, Yeah. What happened in last episodes on Quest of the Dragon? We really didn't get very far. I think we read about 180 words or something, which is still more than three cowboys. True. So there was the whole thing about they went to lunch and then Devin didn't eat lunch. So he'd be punched on an empty stomach. And then what we did last time was Hank was looking at the clock excitedly because we couldn't wait to (laughs) beat up Elias and Devin at recess. And then Devin tricks his teacher into getting out of recess by saying, are we having the spelling bee today? And then Miss Wilder, Mrs. Wilder, I guess. Yeah, she says, oh, I forgot all about the spelling bee. Devin, Elias, Lisa, go, go. Oh, no. Uh. <laughs> this sentence, Devin, Elias, Lisa, go, go. I should have put commas probably between Devin, Elias, and Lisa, but I only have a comma between go and go. It would have been four <laughs> commas in that sentence, <laughs> like a comma between every word of that sentence. Anyway, Devin, Elias, and Lisa go to the spelling bee, but then Devin finds out that he has been walking in circles because Lisa was slowly waddling down the hall towards them, singing a song to remind her that ducks were birds. So that's what we did last time. That's where we ended right then? Yeah. That's a good sequence of events there. Yeah, and we thought it was really funny last time, but we're kind of over it. What? We're over what? The whole thing about him walking in circles. It's so boring now. That was like totally <laughs> a last episode kind of thing. To Don't talk you about. dare make a joke about that. Yeah, so Lisa's walking down the hall. Okay, so the next thing is Devin almost threw up. He was usually scared about things, but not to the point where he would throw up. I want to go home, he thought. Yeah, so usually scared about things. Is that even a thing? Have you ever been so scared of something you felt like throwing up? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel like when you're a kid, it's like anything can make you throw up, right? Like, I feel like I was throwing up like all the time. <laughs> no, that that was not my experience, but... <laughs> really? No. I feel like everyone I knew was throwing up constantly and they were like not <laughs> able to know when they were about to throw up. Like, I remember Jerry Blackwood... One day he was just like working on some classwork. I like looked at him, then looked away, and then I looked back and there was vomit all over his desk. Oh. It happened immediately. He had no idea it was going to happen. And it just like happened all <laughs> over his desk. That is unfortunate. There was a, a bathroom in our classroom in first grade. And I remember one time suddenly realizing I had to throw up and I ran to the bathroom. And we normally weren't allowed to do that. We had to ask permission. I ran to the bathroom and threw up. And I was so worried I was going to get in trouble that I ran to the bathroom. So then I walked out of the bathroom and walked over to the assistant teacher and said, do you know why I ran to the bathroom? (laughs) And she said, no. And I said, it's because I threw up. (laughs) And then I got to go home. Oh, that's nice. That's a happy ending. Like it feels like a weird way to start that conversation. 
like, do you know why I ran to the bathroom? But I also don't know how I would do it now as an adult. You know what I mean? As an adult, do you feel like you would ever have the need to tell someone that you <laughs> just threw up? <laughs> uh, I can imagine a reason too, but I think what I wouldn't have the need to do is explain to someone why I ran to the bathroom. I think that's true. If you yeah. threw up at like work or something, you could just be like, hey, I'm sick. I need to go home. I don't think Check you necessarily. Out, <laughs> just blew chunks. Hey, boss, do you know why I ran to the bathroom? <laughs> No? What? Yeah, you know how bosses are. They'd be like, well, maybe you should clock out next time and clock back in when you're ready to come back to work. You know how bosses are. Bosses. You're never understanding. So bossy. Yeah, so, uh, okay. He was usually scared about, (laughs) he was usually scared about things. Like, (laughs) was he scared about scary things or just everything? I don't know. Just everything. Elias had been waiting for Devin. And when he saw Devin about to throw up, he felt like he was going to throw up too. Man. He had seen Devin throw up and it wasn't pretty. (laughs) (laughs) Probably a fair description of throw up. (laughs) (laughs) Not pretty. Yeah. Well, when Devin does it. Oh, yeah. Oh, when Elias does it, it's that's a good puke. <laughs> yeah. I also just love how quickly this escalated to just like even just seeing someone look like they're going to throw up makes him throw up. Elias thought he might throw up, too, because Devin's throw up was always really ugly. Uh, when Devin caught up to Elias, they ran to catch up to Lisa. So even though Lisa was waddling slowly, she was still ahead of them because I guess they were walking in circles. Hmm. Um, when Devin turned a corner, he found that he was lost. Once again. Ugh, Devin. Where are we? He asked. How big is this school? Like, and how long is... <laughs> I guess he is new. He's a new kid, so... Gonna break there. <laughs> That's true. I always forget that he was a new kid. Mm, this did remind me of a story, but it, I think it might be my best story, and maybe I should save it. Oh, we're saving stories now. <laughs> I mean, I can tell it. It's the one that I think most clearly shows that I thought I was a genius. You know, I thought I was a genius. We've already established that. And I thought that skipping a grade was like the the absolute confirmation that you were a genius is if you skipped a grade in school. And I knew this one girl who skipped a grade and my brother would always be like, oh, she's so smart. And all that made me mad. But (laughs) uh, so so I was sure any day I was going to skip a grade. I was going to get the call. Theo, you skipped a grade, right? Yeah. So I was in third grade. I was just sitting, you know, just sort of doing my classwork. And someone came to the door and said, we need Theo. And I was like, what? And so it was this fourth grader who came to get me. You know, they were they were summoning me. And you were in third grade? Yeah, I was in third grade. And I recognized this, like, this person is a fourth grader. This might be the moment. <laughs> this is my chance. They're going to take me out in the hall and someone's going to tell me, Theo, you're so smart. You're skipping to the fourth grade today. So I was like, yeah, I'll go with you. And so we left and we're walking down the hall and we were turning right. But I saw to my left, there were two teachers and one of them was a fourth grade teacher. So I thought, oh, of course, this fourth grade teacher is about to tell me that I skipped a grade. So I start walking (laughs) towards that teacher. The fourth grader who's leading me is like, no, 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 this way, come with me, (laughs) which I think is so funny to imagine that I'm thinking I'm a genius. And this other guy is like, what on earth? This kid can't even follow me. He's just wandering (laughs) away from me. So then I'm like, oh, okay, well, I guess I'm not talking to that fourth grade teacher. Maybe, what is this? Are we walking towards the fifth grade hall? Am I skipping two grades? (laughs) 
and I was, this is so amazing. This is so amazing. But then we walk past the fifth grade hall. So I'm thinking, okay, what's going on here? Okay. Sixth grade. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have a sixth grade uh, in my school, but you know, I would have thought that. Then you looked out a window and you saw like a community <laughs> college, like across the street. Okay. I see where this is going. They're going to have me teach at that community college. So we walked by the fifth grade hall. I'm a little confused, but my spirits aren't totally broken because then we walk towards what we called the specials. So this was like all the electives, like art, PE, uh, music, all of those things. Mm -hmm. And I see we're walking towards that hall. Then I think, all right, so we're walking towards the gymnasium. Maybe they're having an assembly to celebrate me skipping two grades. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) I know, isn't that like psychotic? (laughs) So we're walking towards the gymnasium and then the guy's like, okay, right in here. And instead we turn right and go into the art room and the art teacher says, Hey, Theo, I know your mom's an artist. Did she want this paper? That was the only reason they had selected me is because my mom was an artist and they had excess paper. They walked you back to the second grade and they're like, actually, Theo, <laughs> taking you down a grade, but thanks for taking this paper for your mom. <laughs> thanks for relieving us of our surplus of paper. That's so funny. But I do, I do remember I felt like a little ashamed. But then when I got home, I remember drawing on this paper with my friend Tristan And my dad came by and said, where'd you get this paper? And I was like, I got it at school. And he picked it up and felt how thick it was and said, this is nice paper. And so then I was like, all right, (laughs) Theo did all right for himself. (laughs) At least it has a happy ending. (laughs) This is really nice paper. I may not have gone up a grade today, but I did end up with some really nice paper. This day wasn't a total loss. And I, and I, you know, sort of give a knowing glance to my stack of pink paper. (laughs) (laughs) This is really nice paper. And I remember my friend Tristan saying, yeah, it is. And I was thinking, how does he know that? Should I know about quality of paper? How did he know that? And I didn't. (laughs) Man, that's, I didn't realize that you wanted to skip a grade so bad. I, but I have to admit that went through my mind as a kid too. Just always wondering (laughs) And I, I still wonder even now, like, how do kids skip grades? Like, <laughs> yeah, really. how does that happen? I feel like there's got to be some more adult conversation <laughs> than just like a single teacher being like, yeah, that one's smart. Surrounded by kids that are a year older than them. They'll be fine. <laughs> Send the fourth grade ambassador to get him. <laughs> Surely they'd run that by the parents first, right? I remember being slightly comforted by the idea. I thought sometimes, you know, I bet other people who skip grades, their parents come in and advocate for them to skip a grade you know i bet some people when they skip grades it's not the teachers who realize it. it's just because their parents asked them to <laughs> Do you honestly think that's true? I, I wouldn't be surprised i wouldn't be surprised if that if that at least had something to do with it yeah i just looked up how to skip a grade it says gather some intel <laughs> weird <laughs> uh, look into your school's policies and politics on grade skipping talk to your child's teacher get buy-in from leadership and fulfill any remaining requirements so yeah it does look like your your parents are a big contribution to skipping a grade all right so i guess we can just blame my parents that's why I didn't skip a grade. Yeah, that's why. That's why. So, Frankenell. I almost skipped a grade in high school. Do you realize how jealous I am about this? <laughs> uh, once I tell you the end of it, you, you, I think you'll be even more upset because I, I squandered it. I was in French 1, and I was good at French 1, so my French teacher told me that I could skip to French 3. Uh-huh. She gave me a, like a 
stack of like problems to do over the summer, like stuff to learn, you know, French to learn. Mm -hmm. I just didn't do it because it was like summer break and I didn't feel like doing it. Uh Towards the end of summer break, I was like, hey, I ended up not doing that thing that you gave me. So I'm probably just going to do French too. And she was like, okay. (laughs) So not very (laughs) exciting into it. But even then, I think she she still sounded like she was just kind of like, oh, okay, well, are you sure? Because I don't really care if you did the whole like workbook. And I was like, uh, no, nah, I just, I'll just do French too. <laughs> She's like really trying to push it. You know, Joseph, my French two class is pretty full. <laughs> if you could just do a few pages of that workbook, I could, I could pass you through. Maybe she didn't like me. Maybe she wanted me move, to move to French three. <laughs> get rid of me. <laughs> well, that's an interesting story. Anyway, should we move on? Let's do it. All right, so yeah, Devin turned a corner and he found out that he was lost once again. Where are we, he asked, and then this is great. Lisa pulled out a tiny piece of paper from her pocket. It seems that we have to go behind the boys' bathroom. Devin and Elias laughed. She had a map of this school. What type of weirdo would have a map of their own school, comma, even when they knew every teacher's name by heart? (laughs) (laughs) What do you think the logic is behind that sentence? What type of weirdo would have a map of their own school even when they knew every teacher's name by heart? I don't know what the logic of that sentence is, but I can tell you that it is pretty hypocritical of Devin to be laughing at Lisa for having a map when he's literally in this paragraph gotten lost probably two or three times. Yeah, but you know how you know how kids are. They just want to look cool. They're not going to have a map. They're just going to get lost, and that's cool. And it's cool to know every teacher's name by heart. <laughs> what student doesn't know all of their teachers' names <laughs> by heart? By heart is so strange as if the other students had like little spreadsheets with <laughs> you know teacher and then you know appearance. You know what class they taught. You know. I thought it meant if your memory is so good that you know every teacher's name, then how could you not have memorized the entire school layout? I don't know. And also, it's weird. Why do they have to go behind the boys' bathroom to get to the spelling bee? Also, what does that mean, behind the boys? How do you go behind a bathroom? I don't know. You go into the crawl space. (laughs) (laughs) Devin and Elias laugh, and then Lisa in response. Lisa scowled. Lisa had no ordinary scowl. With her scowl, her eyes were like black stones and her hair almost turned into snakes. Her mouth was like a knife blade and her teeth were unnoticeable. (laughs) Her teeth were unnoticeable. When she finally stopped glaring at you, you would be frozen for hours. That is intense. Pure (laughs) black eyes, hair that almost turns into snakes, a mouth like a knife blade, and no teeth. <laughs> no, just unnoticeable teeth. Un- they're there, but you can't see them. And if you see this, you'll be frozen for hours. Yeah, I feel like I'm finally getting some fantasy involved, right? Like, it sounds like she's Medusa. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. You just stole this description of Medusa, and then you just put <laughs> almost in front of, like, it turned into snakes. No, 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 I didn't steal it. It says almost. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, too. It's like her hair begins to grow scales and writhe around, and then it's like, uh, maybe not, and just turns back into hair. <laughs> almost snakes. Oh, so what do you think her mouth was like a knife blade? Does it mean it goes like really flat? There's no curvature? Or maybe there, does it just mean it's sharp? The unnoticeable teeth is what gets me. I really have no idea where you were going with that. (laughs) It's not clear if her mouth is closed, actually. If it's closed, yeah, definitely her teeth are unnoticeable. (laughs) But if her mouth is, 
is open. Did you see Lisa's teeth? <laughs> oh, uh, no. What were they like? Yeah, I mean, I guess I <laughs> saw them, but not really very noticeable. <laughs> Nothing to write home about. <laughs> All right. Can I move on? Let's do it. All right. So when she finally stopped glaring at you, you would be frozen for hours. Devin and Elias had been freeze attacked before. So they could recover quicker. <laughs> so I guess they've <laughs> developed a tolerance for her freeze attacks. For un- her unnoticeable teeth. Lisa made a jester to go down the sixth grade hall, but Devin and Elias didn't move. Okay, yeah, so this the, I tried to write gesture. She made a gesture to go down the sixth grade hall, but I wrote jester as if she, she made, you know, aristocrats entertainment. That's what she made. All right. (laughs) So Devin and Elias didn't move. It wasn't that they were frozen from her glare. It was because of what they saw in the sixth grade hall. Old Stanky. Yes. Yeah. Here we go. Now it's getting good. (laughs) Old Stanky was a locker that no one dared touch. Flies buzzed around it. And one time a boy lost his lizard and it went into the locker, but the poor guy never came out again. Wow. (laughs) Poor Tom or Jim. (laughs) Old Stinky was so old that it was said that the principal in 1915, who had an accent, said it was a stinky old thing. I assume it's a southern accent, right? (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. It's such an important detail. He had an accent. That's why it's called Old Stinky. Because <laughs> otherwise he would have said stinky old thing and it would have been called Old Stinky, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I, I feel like I had a, an, a sort of fascination with Southern accents when I was a kid because I, I just love the story my mom told me about. There was this guy on our street who would always put out cat food. My cat Florence would always go to eat his cat food. My mom said one time, hey, Vernon, stop feeding our cat, please. And he smiled real big and said... I like a white cat. And I just loved that story because I was just, man, that accent was so funny to me. But it's still pretty funny now, right? Why are you feeding our cat? I like a white cat. This guy, yeah. He, <laughs> what he can I say? doesn't sound like he was all there. Yeah, maybe not. I hadn't thought about that angle. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, old stinky. So, apparently this locker was there back in 1915. I guess it's a very old school. Like, maybe the school has been remodeled numerous times, but old stinky remains. Yeah, it's really stinky. Flies buzz around it, and lizards apparently go in and die. What do you think about old stinky, Joseph? I gotta say, I have a feeling about this. I have a feeling about this locker. Have you read ahead? A little bit. But I don't think I've gotten anything else about old Stanky. I mean, do you think it's going to come back? I mean, now I definitely do, since you said it by oh, read ahead. Um, Stanky spoiler. It just seems like one of those things that's got to come back. Why would a detail like this not come back? So old Stanky is very smelly on the sixth grade hall. And then, come on, wimps, it's just a locker, said Lisa. She had a smirk on her face, and Devin didn't like it. As if he knew that Devin was mad, Elias slammed his hand onto Devin's shoulder and told him to cool it. (laughs) If you touch her, then you'll be suspended. Lisa's smirk faded and she started to cry. She was going to say that Devin punched her. So jumping to conclusions there, right? Yeah. Also (laughs) slamming your hand onto someone's shoulder, maybe not the best way to tell them that they need to calm down. A little excessive. Yeah, it just seems like I use the wrong verb a lot of the times. Like (laughs) slam is pretty violent, like maybe just placed. Devin and Elias chased after her, but ended up with her in the spelling bee room crying her eyes out just to get Devin suspended. So Lisa had this whole plan. She was going to pretend Devin punched her just so she could get Devin suspended. It's a pretty classic kid tactic, though. 
I have to say, having an older brother. Really? Having an older brother, I used that one quite a bit. I had a move in the car that I would use where I would smack the seat or something like that. <laughs> Just to make a loud hitting sound. <laughs> and you would pretend it was. And then I would go, oh ow, Daniel. And what would happen? Would Barry say, Daniel, you're suspended from school for three months. And he never really got into much trouble. It's usually just like, hey, don't hit your brother. And then my brother would be like, I didn't. He hit the chair. And then my parents would be like, did you hit the chair? And I'd be like, yeah. So then you got in trouble. But I never got in trouble for it. I just wanted to cause some drama. Yeah, really? Uh, yeah. So yeah, Lisa is so evil. Okay. So when they caught up to her, the spelling bee teacher evilly stared down at them. (laughs) Elias, you're suspended, wrong, you're, you're suspended for two days for punching Lisa and Devin, you're out of the competition because you laughed at Lisa under her shower of tears. Lisa smirked. (laughs) So evil. Lisa's a big smirker. She is. I like how in the same sentence you got your right and wrong. Basically in the same construction. Elias, you're suspended. Devin, you're out of the competition. <laughs> I got it right once and wrong another time. <laughs> and of course, it's great that the spelling bee teacher evilly stares down at them. It definitely seems like a, a author's first go at uh, adverbs. You just <laughs> take an adjective and add an L-Y at the end of it. It's interesting that... Uh, Devin was supposed to get suspended, but then Elias was the one who ended up getting suspended. Yeah, and Devin got kicked out of the competition, which I feel like for these kids, these nerds, (laughs) might actually be the worst possible punishment. Do you think Devin was good at spelling? (laughs) If he spelled like the author. Oh, burn. (laughs) I deserve it. I deserve it. I used to be so bad at spelling. My mom has a, a drawing I did. Hanging up in her jewelry studio where she makes jewelry. Nellchandler.com art from the heart. Check out her jewelry. Uh, Yeah, she has one of my drawings that I did. And it says, I lick my lift. No, I think it says, I like my lift. Like, I I understood how to to make like work with the E at the end to make that a a long I sound. But life, I wasn't (laughs) able to swing that one. But yeah, I was always having to convince people that I did actually like my lift because I cried all the time. (laughs) Trust me, I like my lip. <laughs> Would be a little better if I skipped a grade, but... <laughs> All right, so there are three more sentences. Do you think we can do these last three and then... Let's do it. Okay, so this is a paragraph break. Devin and Elias silently walked down the hall. They didn't like fighting, and what they just had was a fight. <laughs> so that's so some time has passed, right? Isn't that a funny way to introduce the fact that they fought each other? Like, don't actually write the fight into the story. I guess I wasn't really that interested in that sort of drama. It basically just says they had a fight. <laughs> Trust me. True. I also <laughs> just like how it clears things up because, you know, you didn't have to say that they had a fight. You could have just said they didn't like fighting. And you could assume as a reader that they had had a fight. <laughs> yeah, Instead, right. it's just explicitly clear. They didn't like fighting and what they had just had. <laughs> what is a fight? Just in case you're wondering. They didn't like fighting. And then the listener is wondering... I wonder what they just had. (laughs) And the answer is they had a fight. (laughs) Elias had been blaming Devin for getting mad at Lisa to give her the idea. And Devin was bragging about how smart he was because Lisa didn't want him in the competition and how Elias wasn't smart because he was blaming the whole thing on Devin. (laughs) So I feel like the argument sort of falls through there because it doesn't really mean Elias isn't smart that he's blaming it on Devin. That is also the most complicated sentence you have written. (laughs) 
so far in this book. <laughs> That's all one sentence. Elias had been blaming Devin for getting mad at Lisa to give her the idea, and Devin was bragging about how smart he was because Lisa didn't want him in the competition, and how Elias wasn't smart because he was blaming the whole thing on Devin. There. Did you get all that? <laughs> now you're up to speed. <laughs> we can move on. Yeah, it really packed a lot in there. But it's also funny because, like, Lisa didn't really choose the punishment, right? He says Lisa didn't want him in the competition, but, I mean, according to the narrator, Lisa was trying to get Devin suspended, right? So I think that's just Devin doing some mental gymnastics to absolve himself of the situation and and make himself look good. um, Devin looked down at his feet. One of his shoelaces was untied, so he tied it and stood back up. Elias had already made... That's a necessary detail. <laughs> uh, Elias had already made his way around the corner, so Devin was lost once again. Uh, this kid <laughs> the, needs a map. The title of this episode of our podcast should just be like, Devin gets lost. Devin or, gets lost. <laughs> somebody get Devin a map. <laughs> yes. So Devin was lost once again. Suddenly he felt a jolt of pain and was knocked out in a second. Ooh. Ooh, this is a good place to end. Kind of a cliffhanger. What do you think happens to Devin? Hmm. He just got hit. Uh, Don't read ahead. I, I hear you reading. No, I'm not reading. What I really think happens mm-hmm. is old Stanky hits him in the back of the head. <laughs> I don't know. Old Stanky comes to life. Old Stanky's coming back. I know that for sure. You don't just throw in a car- uh, locker named Old Stanky in all caps. That being said, I have introduced lots of characters with first and last names that definitely won't be coming back, like Todd McTinkley, of course. <laughs> that, to me, kind of makes sense. You know, when you're younger, you're writing a book, you think uh, that everybody has to have a first and last name because yeah. I can see myself thinking that as a kid because it's like, well, if I don't give them a last name, then, you know, if I, I can't just call him Jeff because, you know, then... <laughs> No one will believe that. Yeah. They'll be like, oh, he just made that up. It's not a well-rounded character. <laughs> he just made that up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's about all we're going to read of the book this week. So I thought I would ask you a few questions about the book. First of all, I just want to get your impression so far. What would you rate this book? What would your rating be? Am I am I rating it compared to other child genius written books? or? I mean, if I'm a child genius... I think you should be comparing it to other great works of literature. So I'm talking your War and Peace, your yeah, The Odyssey. That's tough, though, because a child genius, you can't compare to an adult genius. Mm-hmm. Like a child genius has to be similar to an average adult. That's not how I felt about my genius when I was a kid. <laughs> I thought, huh, adults, they don't know half of what I know. So what you really, if you were being honest, you would want the podcast to be called Inside the Mind of a Genius. Yeah, age irrelevant. <laughs> That's a little bit longer than maybe necessary, but yeah, okay. (laughs) It's not bad. I've read worse books. Uh, I I have 100%. You know, it's actually kind of reminding me of this book I'm listening to right now. It's called Living with the Monks, because I thought it sounded interesting about this guy who like lives with monks for a while. Uh The name of the author is like Jesse Itzler or something like that. Okay. And I wish I could think of a good example, but... Believe me when I tell you that it just sounds like like a child wrote this. And this is a grown man <laughs> writing about how he spent two weeks with monks. But, you know, it's just like the typical, like, it was so hard for him to be quiet and go to, like, <laughs> meditations and stuff. And it's just because right. he's like a literal, like, child. He has no... <laughs> control over her. I'm like always checking my phone and I couldn't check my phone all of a sudden at all. 
It's like so weird. I mean, it sounds like he should have gotten a ghostwriter. So Why didn't he get a ghostwriter? <laughs> I think he's a successful author. That's the scary part. Weird. Yeah. Well, are you going to rate it or not? You're better than him. I don't know what scale that is. Okay, so the rating is... He's a New York Times bestselling author. I'll say that. How about too good for the New York Times? Oh. That's your rating. I just looked it up. It says he's a an American entrepreneur, author, and rapper. Oh. The co-founder of a, the largest private jet card companies in the world. He's got a lot of hustles. What is a private jet <laughs> card? It's a trading card game for all, all the different <laughs> private jets, so... Oh, you got Trump's jet? That's a really rare card. I see where you're going with that. I just had an idea. What if for our first merch for this podcast, we make trading cards of all the characters on the podcast? You have your like super rare holographic cards that are like Elias, Devin, and then you have your more common cards that are like Todd McTinkley's. Yeah, (laughs) Felito. You open one of the booster packs and you just sift through it and it's like, I got three Felitos and four (laughs) Todd McTinkley's in this one. Yeah, Felito's like the lowest bottom of the barrel. What what was the bottom of the barrel uh, Pokemon card? What was that? I don't know. Probably like a Pidgey. Yeah, probably a Pidgey. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Do you think this is a good idea? You make a, make a JoJo, a Joe, and a Tony make those cards as well. I saw an old Stinky on eBay for $45 a couple of days ago. You know how people sell Pokemon cards for like so much money on eBay? <laughs> My Pokemon cards got stolen recently. Oh, really? My house got broken into a couple months ago, yeah, and they stole my Pokemon cards, like of, of all the things. I've always coveted Joseph's Pokemon cards. I had a dark... You had a dark Charizard? Yeah, I had a dark <gasps> Charmeleon. I had uh, Japanese holographic Moltres. Wow. I mean, my Pokemon cards stolen. used to get stolen all the time when I was a kid. I mean, not not to lessen your uh, trauma. <laughs> no, I mean, like somebody broke into my house. Yeah, I know, I know that. that uh, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. But anyway, about my Pokemon cards. And I realized a couple of days ago that, you know, Pokemon cards are the perfect things to steal because I feel like usually if you're stealing someone's, another kid's stuff, it's like it, you have to worry about your own parents finding out because if they come at, walk into your room and they see that you have... I know what a kid's like, a a new snow globe or something on your desk. They'll be like, where did you get that snow globe? I didn't buy it. And then they'll find out you stole it, right? With Pokemon cards, as long as you had at least one Pokemon card already, they have no idea which Pokemon cards you have. So you could just steal them all the time. And that's what happened to me all the time. Kids stole my Pokemon cards. I'm sorry. Uh, That sounds traumatic. uh, Okay, so that was your rating. My rating, I don't know. I'll give it like a what? A six. Um, anyway, um, so... No scale. Just a six. Previously, we've been using Oprah's book club to find questions to ask each other about the books. But I'm wondering... I found a list of questions on Pinterest. Don't ask me how I found this. But it's a list of questions to ask a girl over text. And I'm wondering if we could ask each other these questions and take on the role of one of the characters and think how that character would answer the question. Does that make sense? Okay. These are questions that you would ask a girl over text. So one of the questions is what kind of trouble are you getting into today? Ew. So that's of course something you want to send to a girl over text. And so if I were Elias or Devin, I would answer that question. The kind of trouble that prevents me from getting beat up at recess. Yeah, getting kicked out of a spelling bee competition. <laughs> yeah, the real yeah. kind of trouble. Oh, man, these are the worst. Also, <laughs> they're from manintelligence.com. Theo, stop going to manintelligence.com. <laughs> Look, I'm a game bro. What can I say? <laughs> 
Are you very active or do you prefer just to relax in your free time? I feel like Devin is more of an active guy. Getting lost as often as he does, he's got to stay on his toes, you know, not a lot of time for relaxing. By necessity, he has to move around a lot to find where he was going. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, what three words best describe you? How about, okay, I'll, I'll, let's do Hankin and let's say, well, Hank the bully that describes him pretty well. And that's three (laughs) words. Well done. What's one item on your bucket list? I feel like for Devin, it's skipping a grade. If he's me. Yeah, it's definitely. (laughs) Honestly, you know what? We're not even doing characters anymore. It's just on Theo's bucket list still to this day. I bet I could skip a grade now. I know a lot of stuff. I feel like being an adult, (laughs) there should be just some kind of like service that allows you to sign up for a class just so that they can tell you that you're too smart to take the class and that you actually need to be taking the advanced version of it. Um, surely there's some service like that. If there isn't, I think you have a great business opportunity. Never skipped a grade, but always wanted to come join my school. We'll pretend you did. There is only one grade, so you'll come, you'll pay for the class. I'll let you skip that grade. It's perfect for me. I don't have to teach anything and they get the satisfaction of, of having skipped a grade. If a genie appeared to grant, let's say Elias one wish. What would he wish for? I'm going to pretend I'm a genie right now and think about how I could reinterpret that question. If a genie appeared to grant you one wish, what would you wish for? So the genie actually isn't doing it. It's just appearing to. Um, (laughs) I I think it means if a genie appears and then grants you a wish. (laughs) The point of a genie to intentionally misunderstand your wish so you get a bad wish. I guess. What would Elias wish for? I bet it would be, I mean, just like other kids he could manipulate, right? Oh, yeah. A second Devon. More Devons. An army of Devons. A regiment of Devons. <laughs> Army's too much. <laughs> oh, damn. The only word I can think of is legion, but that's more. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Squadron. <laughs> scores of Devons. Yeah. Uh, a company of Devons. So I bet he would actually wish he hadn't had that fight with Devon. And that's a really sweet wish, right? That is so sweet. So Elias. So Elias. Such a sweetheart. <laughs> When you originally said that you were going to reinterpret the question as 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 a genie, I thought you were saying that you were the genie and the genie appeared to you, but you're already a genie. It's like, hey, what are you doing here? This is my job. And he'd say, look, man, this is my hustle. Oh, OK. No, I understand. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry. I didn't mean to intrude. <laughs> OK. Well, I don't know. You think that's enough questions? Sure. Um, but yeah, just imagine you like a girl and you're going to text her. What's the most perfect dipping sauce? <laughs> like what? That's oh, yeah, that could be misinterpreted. Yeah, I guess so. And I mean, like, honestly, if you feel like from a girl's perspective, if you don't know a guy very well and he texts you, what's the most perfect dipping sauce? Yeah. I mean, you're not going to assume that that's completely uh, innocuous. Yes. Yeah. A lot of these are pretty, like, uncomfortable. If you're if you're clearly flirting with someone and you're asking them these questions, you don't know them very well. Like, when was the last time you did something outside of your comfort zone? Yeah, it's bad. Do you wish you had x-ray vision? Have you ever been caught doing something you're not supposed to? A lot of these are kind of creepy. Yeah, I don't recommend it. All right. So we rated the book. We asked each other questions. Uh, Yeah, the rest of the housekeeping is just um, don't forget to read Three Cowboys and rate and review it. It's on Smashwords. You know the deal. Of course, we like audience engagement. So please send in your fan art, your fan theories. I'm going to make a rule. The first person to do fan art of each character gets to decide what that character looks like. 
Is that cool? That's fair. That seems fair. <laughs> now don't like draw Hitler or something. Now you've done just, it, Theo. <laughs> They're all going to draw Hitler. No, there's a no Hitler's rule. There's a no Hitler's rule in perpetuity. But just because you said it, you spoke it into existence. <laughs> you spoke into existence an army of Hitlers. Thanks, Theo. The first cowboy's name was Hitler. The second <laughs> cowboy's name was Hitler. <laughs> Three cowboys by Hitler. <laughs> Three Hitlers. <laughs> Bye. All right, there's definitely too much Hitler in this episode now. We got to cut that out. All right, so uh, make sure you send in your stories because we're probably going to run out of our own pretty soon. Um, and make sure uh, you get the word out about our podcast. Tell all your friends, tell your family, tell strangers. And last week I said the best way to do it was a chain letter. This week I'm going to say the best way to do it is to buy a lighthouse and send Morse code to passing ships to tell them to listen to Inside the Mind of a Child Genius. I like that. It's expensive, maybe. But. Yeah, I know, but definitely worth it <laughs> for you <laughs> and for the ships yeah. and probably for the ships that actually needed help navigating <laughs> or whatever lighthouses do, but instead they found out about a great podcast. Oh my God, that that lighthouse keeper is trapped inside the mind of a child genius. We need to help them. <laughs> well, I'm imagining it more as like a ship captain is like, I've got to like bring this thing to shore. And then they find out that like there's absolutely no way to navigate to shore because the lighthouse is not sending in the directions it's just sending morse code so maybe you know for the last like 15 minutes of their life as they try to steer the boat they get to hear a great podcast but um yeah they're lucky i'm not a ship captain yeah we'll leave it to the professionals yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right so i'm theo i'm joseph wait are we done are we are are we signing off because i have a i have one that's the theme song (laughs) that's it i'm just kidding i haven't even heard it yet i put it in in post (laughs) that's it just silence (laughs) come on theo we can do better than that yeah everyone's part is marked tacit (laughs) did you actually get that what i just said oh no i don't understand what that means all right stop recording right now lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once actually do i have to say yes you do in the car before my kids pta meeting really yes excuse me what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky i never win and tell well there you have it you can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com play for free right now are you feeling lucky no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details